And now, discover your true course. This podcast is a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Your host, founder and president, Dr. Michael Godfrey. Hello and welcome to Discover Your True Course, a part of our service to and support for organizations and individuals who want to be more, see more, and achieve more. In the current episodes of the podcast, I'm offering you principles, practices, and tips for making the most of the COVID-19 crisis in your life and the life of your organization. In today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about your social health during this time that we are socially distanced, physically distanced, and we're sheltered in place. Introversion and extroversion will play a big part in how you're doing socially during this crisis. You're born hardwired for introversion or extroversion, and then some of it's nurtured through your development. A more extroverted individual is more energetic in many ways, and the more introverted individual is less energetic. A marker for either one of these categories that most people associate with them is social energy. That's social energy, not social interest. It's truly about energy and not about whether or not you like people. This is not about whether or not you're shy or outgoing. It's about how you manage the energy you have. The more introverted among us, which I am one, having less social energy, prefer to be alone or with just a few people. This doesn't mean that they can't be with large groups, but they're more comfortable with a few people. I've heard from a number of more introverted folks that they are doing just fine with the physical distancing. They don't need so much of the social contact, but they still need some. So here's some things that you might see in a more introverted individual. Deep, meaningful conversation is a marker for the more introverted. They desire authenticity in people. They're careful to speak only when they have something meaningful to say, and they thought through it. They don't want unexpected visitors and won't answer the phone unless they know who's calling. They're never bored because something is always going on in their head. They need downtime away from people, including their family members. They need to rest after activity. They're not in a bad mood, and they're not judging you, but they are annoyed by attention-seeking behaviors. Often people watchers, they like to watch people in the mall and other places like that, and they like to listen and think before they speak. Now the more extroverted, having more social energy, they enjoy larger groups and can enjoy the small talk. The more extroverted you are, the more you need groups of people and lots of people interaction. The more extroverted like to be in the thick of things. They relish variety and they're bored with sameness. They know lots of people and consider lots of people their friends. They enjoy chewing the fat, chit-chatting, even with people they don't know well. They feel stoked after activity and they want more activity. They speak or act without needing to think first. Usually it's kind of they're processing aloud. And then they're generally quite peppy and tend to talk more than just listen. So if you're more extroverted, you may be a little antsy during this time of physical isolation. There's not enough social stimulation for you. Your social energy gets restricted, and this creates some anxiety. Now, I want you to think about people as not being exclusively one of these things or another. We are more introverted or more extroverted, and everybody has qualities of both. This will affect different people in different ways in this time when we are more isolated. The more introverted you are, the more comfortable you'll be with it. The less introverted you are, the less comfortable you'll be with it. 
I want us to think about some levels of relationships now. Take a piece of paper and draw a small circle in the center and then draw five circles outside of that. So you're drawing five concentric circles. And in the center circle, I want you to write intimate friend. These are people that you share private interests with and they help you develop your character. These are people who know you extremely well and that you spend time with. In the next circle, write close friend. These are people with whom you share some personal interest. They may help you with your goals and your growth, but they're not as close to you as your intimate friends. In the third circle, put casual friends. These are people with whom you share popular interests, things that are around. You're glad to talk about the ball game. You're glad to talk about those things that are kind of public and right out there. Then in the next circle, write acquaintance. These are people you just barely know, and you have a common bond by sharing popular interests. So this is somebody you might sit beside or near at a ball game or at an event of some kind, and you are acquainted with them. But that, it doesn't go much beyond that. And then the last circle is the stranger that you might run into on the street, and you might have a conversation, and you might share passing interests. And between these strangers and acquaintances, we make about 11 to 16 of those kinds of encounters every day. And during this time of social isolation or physical distancing, we don't make 11 to 16. And we're going to begin to feel the lack of that variety. So I want to encourage you with these tips. Take the initiative for these things and be intentional. For these acquaintances and strangers, maybe if you just barely know them, you'll send them a text or message them through Facebook. Don't expect a reply. Just send them a note. Tell them you've been thinking of them, wondering how they're doing and expect a short and very simple conversation. More likely, those who are more extroverted will enjoy this a little bit more than the more introverted. Create a project to reach out to people who have touched your life in some way. Sit down and reflect and think about the people who have done this. Reach out to them and express gratitude to them for someone who was a mentor or who inspired you or who taught you or with whom you shared fun times but you've lost touch. Reach out to them. I did that just today. Reached out to a friend that I haven't talked to in a long time. You can make the phone call if you'd like. Sometimes a phone call is a little intrusive, but if you hold the time down and have a few questions to help guide the conversation, you'll be in good shape. Maybe write a letter. You know, grab a pen and write a short letter or a short note that says, I'm thinking about you, and put it in the mail. It'll be powerful. And also, there's some kind of psychological thing that goes on with us when we have this kinesthetic act of writing. Make a brief phone call or a text to these folks. That will help as well. Just a couple of weeks ago, I had a virtual lunch with a friend, and I'm about to have another one. We just sit there on Zoom and eat and talk. You try that. See if it works for you during this time. It, we can try anything and see if it won't help. Work on your relationship with your spouse or with people you're extremely close to. Turn off the screens and spend the time in conversation and use questions. There are plenty of materials that are focused on questions, the deep kind of questions that will prompt deeper discussion. We spend so much of our conversation in maintenance about pick up your shoes, wash the dishes, go do this, go do that. We rarely have the kind of conversations that enrich our lives and help us get to know others in a deeper way. So work on those conversations. Spend some time with your kids asking meaningful questions with them according to their developmental level. Whatever they'll do with you, do it. If you've got little bitty kids, they're going to spend about two seconds with you. If you've got older kids, they may talk to you a little bit longer. Look for senior adults to serve and to check in on. There is really no one who will appreciate this more than someone who is either living alone and is isolated now or who is able to get out less or 
not able to have as much activity around their home as they do typically, check in on the senior adults. And then overall, revive the art of note writing. Just pick up a note and write two or three sentences to someone on a daily basis. Remember to take the initiative on these things and be intentional. Distribute them according to the levels of these concentric circles and use these appropriately to address those different levels and it'll help you generate more opportunities for enriching your social life during this crisis of change. Now, it's entirely possible that you're finishing up this podcast with more questions than answers. You're wondering how all this is supposed to work and how you can get it to work and why that may be true and why it's not. And if that's the case, then here is a way to get some additional help. Email me at discover at discoveryourtruecourse.com and send me a statement of your question. I'd be glad to dialogue with you via email or by phone. And then also visit our website, discoveryourtruecourse.com, and subscribe to receive our monthly e-zine. And contact us to explore how we can support you and your organization in your quest to be more, see more, and achieve more. I'm Michael Godfrey. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. This has been a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Copyright by J. Michael Godfrey. All rights reserved.